Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. What do you do when your partner accuses you of gaslighting them? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 33 year old male, wife, 33 year old female, is pregnant with our child. The other night we had a debate of which our surnames the child should take. Any ideas of resolving this before the child is born? We've been together for about 8 years now and married for almost 4 years. We've never had any huge issues and for the most part the relationship is as good as I can ever hope for it to be. She's about 2 months pregnant. This is our first child together and we had a silly discussion on what names we would like to give the child. However, when I asked which surname we would like the child to have, it turned more serious. For context, we are both Chinese. My last name is Wong and her last name is Zhou. Typically in Chinese culture, the woman does not take the husband's last name and this is what she did. We are both very progressive in our politics and she is very protective of her family name. She says it's a source of family pride and she plans on honoring that. I've never had any issues with that. However, the issue now is that I asked what we both want the child's last name to be. She really does not like the idea that her last name won't be passed down to the child. For further context, in Chinese culture, the children usually take the father's surname. I tried to compromise, saying what if the child takes both our last names, as in X Wong Zhou. Initially, she didn't really like that idea because it's odd and worried it'll affect the child socially as we both live in Canada. I thought, what was the issue? Plenty of Westerners take both surnames hyphenated like that. Why not us? We didn't really make any progress on this issue and we agreed to drop it and come back to it later, having given it more thought. I see where she's coming from. She views the whole concept of marriage and the wife taking the husband's last name as archaic and patriarchal. I agree, but I still want my last name with the child at the very least, and she wants hers too. What are your guys' thoughts on this? Personally, I think the hyphenated last name is going to be the way to go. I don't think you're ever really going to find anybody on either side happy if they only take one name. It's definitely going to have to be some person compromising and probably never feeling that particularly great about it. It might be uncommon, at least for like Chinese names, but I feel like hyphenated is just the most reasonable, collaborative, compromise solution. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is my 28-year-old male, girlfriend, 24-year-old female, just told me a joke I've been making for months hurts your feelings and I had no idea. How could I make it up to her? So my girlfriend has a hormonal disorder called PCOS and I'm the world's most ignorant guy and thought it was only an infertility issue and painful cramps. Nope, there's a lot more to it and I never looked into it. My girlfriend has complained about shaving before, and I was like, oh yeah, I bet shaving your legs can be really annoying, and she kind of laughed at me. Back when we first showered together months and months ago, I noticed she had some back hair and I made a little joke about it. I don't joke about it all the time, but I do occasionally tease her about it. She teases me about my balding, so I thought everything was okay. I noticed not too long ago that my girlfriend has been going a lot harder at working out and she started drinking spearmint and peppermint tea a lot and she hates tea. I got home from work yesterday and noticed she had obviously been crying so I asked her what was wrong. Turns out my stupid jokes had really affected her self-esteem and body image but she didn't want to tell me. She explained to me that the tea she's been making herself drink was supposed to help lessen some of the symptoms of PCOS. 
So does working out and dieting, plus apparently just taking birth control. I feel like such a horrible partner and I don't even know what I can do for her. She insists it's okay and she's always been just really sensitive about her body hair. I just feel like a freaking jerk. I mean, honestly, let this serve as a lesson that you don't just go making jokes about people's appearances, unless, like, you have no reason to think that it would ever be an issue. And even then, it's probably just not necessary. That said, I would definitely try to have a sit-down with them, and just express that from the get-go, if you knew that it was affecting them in any way, you would have stopped, and that it's important to you and your relationship for them to feel comfortable expressing that they don't like something. I mean, maybe you could even just go for like a safe word or something if it's too confrontational for them to just say outright that they don't like to hear something. Our next story is, my boyfriend, 18-year-old male, told me he's no longer sexually attracted to females, but he still loves me, 19-year-old female. I'm scared for our relationship. My boyfriend and I have been dating for a year, and I asked a question that sparked him to think about it. Two days ago, he told me he still loves me romantically and doesn't want or plan to leave me. He said he's no longer sexually attracted to females, but is to males. This makes me really anxious and self-conscious and I feel like a failure. I love him and I'm trying to let the thoughts go, but questions keep swarming my head and I can't stop crying about it. I keep asking him these questions and he keeps reassuring me that he's not going to leave me and that he loves me. What if he finds a guy that he can do that stuff with and leaves me? Honestly, if I was in a situation where the roles were reversed, I would be feeling the same way as OP too. If I was with a partner and she said that she no longer feels attraction to guys in that way, but she still loves me and wants to be with me, my questions would be two things. A. Does that mean that the bedroom is going to be dead or only performative because of one side? And then also I would have a crippling fear that somebody that they do find genuinely attractive is going to come by. They'll probably click with them and they'll want something more that isn't in this current relationship. Honestly, I think ending the relationship is not a crazy idea. There's no malicious intent behind it. There's nothing nasty. It's just, as far as the relationship goes, you're not really compatible anymore. Our next story is, am I overreacting? My female 30, boyfriend, male 47, went through my phone while I was in the ER. This story is exactly what the title says. My boyfriend went through my phone while I was in the ER and I'm unsure how to feel about it or what the appropriate response is here. He saw texts from a guy that's into me that I hooked up with before my boyfriend and I were official. My boyfriend knows about this. I never respond back to him and the messages were not crossing any lines, but my boyfriend was still very upset by the entire scenario. What should I do here? Is this relationship done for? We're talking later tonight about the situation and I'm honestly just confused and overwhelmed. Edit, we broke up. P.S. The ER nurse called him crusty. Yeah, so if I were in that situation and my partner used that opportunity to grab my phone and look through it scouring for anything, I mean, it would have to be otherwise a really good relationship for me to not heavily consider ending things right there. It's bad enough if they do it when you're sleeping at night, but taking the opportunity when you're in the emergency room to do so? Uh Uh-uh. This next story is, I want to break up with my boyfriend even though he is perfect. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I met my boyfriend last year during the summer before senior year of high school. We began dating in less than a week. He was a lot of my firsts. I know he cares about me more than anyone. He always makes sure I'm comfortable. He goes out and gets food for me. He buys me gifts without being prompted to. He always tells me how much he loves me and I know I love him. I'm a freshman in college right now, a two-hour drive away from him. I've always had a few doubts, but it's become fairly clear to me now. While I do love him, I am not in love with him. I don't want to marry him. I would never ever cheat, but sometimes I am attracted to other guys. That's not true love, right? I'm not crazy about him, and I get more excited to hang out with my friends than to hang out with him. We haven't hooked up in a couple months, and I don't really enjoy it even though I know he does. I have a very low sex drive in general, so I don't think this has anything to do with him. I know I need to break up with him, but I just feel so awful. I've done so many things with him. Disneyland, concerts, my family loves him, my dog loves him, he loves my dog. His mom loves me because I'm the straight A girl that straightened out her son. I'm afraid that when things end, he'll spiral back into being a stoner with little direction in life. He has friends, but they're all long distance now, and I'm afraid he'll have nobody to have his back. I feel so crappy about this because he is truly such a good person, and he always tells me how much he loves me. I don't know what I did to deserve him. Sometimes I would just wish he would cheat on me so I would have a good reason to break up. I will miss him forever as a friend, someone who is always there to talk to. I wish we could still be friends, but I know that would be impossible. I'm going to talk about this with my best friend, and then when I visit him next in person, I'll do it. Any advice or reassurances appreciated? While I think it's understandable to be afraid of hurting them and them spiraling if you leave them, I think at the same time the important thing to keep in mind is that you're hurting them all the same the longer you keep a charade up if you're dead set on the idea that this is not really the relationship you see long term. I will say though, it's still normal to be in a relationship and find attraction to other people. I don't think it's really realistic to be in such a perfect relationship where all of a sudden there is no other human on the planet besides your partner that you would ever look at and be like, okay, yeah, they're hot. Now, if you find yourself like, I'm gonna talk to them, then you're crossing the line in the relationship, clearly. The bottom line is, you don't want to stick around with somebody due to guilt and delay it inevitable that's only going to hurt more the longer you delay it. Our next story is, I, male 28, found out that my girlfriend, female 23, had a long-term friends with benefits that she still has some contact with and it's affecting me. Hi guys, to try to keep it short and simple, me and my girlfriend have been official for 6 months and started dating 3 months before that. Our relationship so far has been nothing but a joy with only a few very minor bumps. I truly adore her and it seems like she feels the same way about me. A while back, I learned from a friend who grew up in the same area as her that she's been on and off friends with benefits with a guy, let's call him Jim, for a couple of years before we started dating. He told me this because she had congratulated Jim on his birthday with a kiss emoji on Facebook, and my friend thought it was a little weird when me and her dad had been official for a couple of months. At the time, I didn't think much of it, 
Our relationship was still pretty young, and I had no reason to suspect anything based on our time together. We've talked a bit about previous relationships before, but this is not something that she's mentioned. I knew that she'd been seeing another guy, Paul, for a few times, up until when I asked her out. She was very upfront about this, and said that she ended things with Paul because she was more interested in me. I know that she'd been sleeping with friends with benefits, Jim, before she started seeing Paul, but not from her. I don't care about what she's been doing before our relationship started. I sure have my own history of different types of relationships. My main concern is that my girlfriend is pretty active on Snapchat and keeps streaks going with a bunch of old friends from school and such, but I recently noticed that Jim is among one of those streaks. That, combined with a kiss emoji for his birthday, has suddenly hit me a little hard. I've tried to keep this off my mind, but recently it started affecting me a lot, and I've considered to bring my feelings to the table with her, but I can't decide if I should just let it be in the past. I still have no reason to suspect any kind of cheating as we spend most of our time together, but I have some periods where I am away with work for a couple days and she still lives in the same place, in the same town as she did when she was seeing Jim. Am I being weird or are my feelings justified? Honestly, I think OP is not going to get any kind of answer if they don't bring it up. If you innocently notice that on their birthday they sent a kiss emoji and that they're still talking to this friends with benefits. I think it's more than reasonable to say, hey, it's kind of giving me negative thoughts, what's kind of the situation here? And then you would hope that they would be actually upfront about what's going on? If not, if they seem a little off-put about it or secretive, gives you a little bit more to think about, right? I can't lie, I mean I know people use emojis sometimes outwardly with like hearts and kiss emojis all the time while meaning nothing, but without really having that full context it would make me uncomfortable especially knowing that was their friends with benefits. Our next story is boyfriend 23 year old male obsessed with stalking another girl's social media. Story time. About a year ago I had a serious talk with my boyfriend about him liking butt pics on social media. Although he didn't understand the severity and kind of brushed me off to my understanding he respected my request to stop. Or so I thought. Backstory, I am a gym girl genetically blessed with a small waist and a bum. I don't often feel insecure about my looks as I put a lot of work into feeling good and looking good. One of my friends is blonde and beautiful, fit and most importantly to him, social media famous. Kinda. We also go to the same gym as her and he knows we talk. He wouldn't stop liking only her body pics and even after I communicated how uncomfortable it made me feel, he told me until I unfollow all of the gym guys on Insta, he was going to follow and unfollow her and like a whole bunch of her pictures. Super immature of him to like and unlike all of her photos while I was unfollowing the fitness account I followed. He unfriended her after all of it though and she doesn't even follow back or know him for anything else but my boyfriend. I felt super insecure about her since because I know how beautiful she is. It's beyond clear to me why he's infatuated with her. We ended up just forgetting about it and moving on. I just recently went on his phone because he deletes all of his history and saw through some hacks that he stalks this girl sometimes multiple times a week for months on all social platforms and I mean all of them. I confronted him and his reasoning was curiosity, nothing more to explain. I feel so betrayed and lost. He always says he wanted to be famous and is infatuated with her content. She posts her body or her butt. Make that make sense. I find now that I'm just simply insecure and it's worse because we have similar bodies. 
I moved back home to get some space. I'm so lost in this new wave of social media micro-cheating has me broken. I feel like I should be able to let go, but I can't. So, first of all, OP kind of stalking his acts through some hacks on the phone or whatever? Kind of over the line, don't you think? But at the same time, I completely understand why OP feels uncomfortable. And unless this was like a bunch of really old likes, like from before their relationship or something, I would understand being justifiably upset because they like the content and it's just mostly really body pics. Really, who are you fooling? It's one thing for them to like follow or support some kind of online creator. It's another to do that to somebody that you literally kind of know. Like your girlfriend's friend? That's a lot different. If I were in OP shoes, I don't know if I'd be able to put up with it for very long. Our next story is, my mother accused my wife of having an emotional affair with her husband, also 70s. My, male, wife Jay and I, 30s, have been together for over 10 years. My mother and her husband Peter have been together about 6. My father passed many years ago. We all get along with Peter, but as you can guess, my mother has never gotten along with her. They've been cordial most of the relationship. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Although my mother throws out the occasional mean or rude comment at family gatherings, for example, implying she's not good enough for me, commenting on her weight, etc., my wife has always taken it in stride, but more recently, things have come to a tipping point. More recently, a few months ago, my cousin flew in from across the country and got into a huge fight with my mother in Jay and I's house. Jay and I ended up telling them to resolve it or leave. Mostly being Jay, as I truly am not the most confrontational person. Afterwards, they actually did resolve their issues, and my mom and cousin thanked Jay for stopping their fight and having them fix it then and there. A few weeks later, I was talking with my mom on the phone and said how it wasn't very respectful to have that fight in our house, especially since the cousin flew across the country to be with us, and they decided to throw down then. She didn't take it well at all and dug in on her position, Not only did she do that, but she started saying that it was Jay's fault the fight happened and started insulting her. After all these years of avoiding conflict, I was sick of it. So I finally stood up to her and said how it wasn't true and how my wife is number one and you need to respect that. She had an even worse reaction and we hung up. Weeks go by without us speaking. I tried to call, text, speak through family members. She wouldn't contact me back. To complicate things, I found out she was diagnosed with cancer. Of note, I'm her medical power of attorney as well, so it really is an important matter when any health issue changes. Once I learned, I tried calling and texting more and more. She finally responded with a long-winded text accusing myself and Jay of not being there for her. After multiple texts back and me begging for us to meet up in person, we finally did. We talked it out and brought up multiple issues that were bothering us. There was one thing she brought up though that threw everything off. She said she accused Peter of having an emotional affair with Jay. She stated that Peter would talk with Jay when we got together and tell her things she wouldn't tell me 
about his family. I've seen them talk at get-togethers and it's all wholesome from my point of view. She sees him as a father figure and they mostly talk about the weather, his daughters, which are about the same age as Jay, and life in general. They almost never text except for birthdays. There is no side convos exchanged, nudes, calling, literally nothing. My mom, of course, listed off all this evidence, which I heard out, but I just couldn't believe it. She said her and Peter worked it out where she forced him to apologize after screaming at him. I was literally speechless and wanted to focus on her cancer diagnosis. As a result, I told her we would table that part and move on. Honestly, it felt good to finally be at a good place with my mom, at least between me and her, and we were ready to tackle her cancer together. I came back to Jay and told her everything. She was extremely hurt about the accusation and that things wouldn't be the same. I was as well, but just discussed with her that we should probably figure out her cancer first. Then take on the other issues? Well, her cancer staging and treatment is figured out now. Come to find out, she got extremely lucky, and although she needed one surgery and some radiation, she's only stage one. This is amazing news for everyone, but of course, we still have the issue, which is sucking the life out of me. My mom accused Peter of having an emotional affair with Jay, which I realize there's no sweeping under the rug or getting over. I know we need to do something, I'm just not sure what. For over a decade, I've brokered my mom and Jay's relationship. Clearly it hasn't worked very well, but has kept the peace mostly. Now we come to a point where this issue is non-negotiable. So now I reach out to Reddit. What is your suggestion of how to handle this? Superficially, my mom and I are on great terms, but I can't allow this to go on this way. What about when me and Jay have kids? No way I'm letting her see them without resolving this issue. The only solution I can come up with is to meet with her, Peter, Jay, and myself to talk things out. As I said before, I tried solving it myself, but it was useless. My mom is the type of person that will insist the sky is green and you can't convince her otherwise. In my entire life, I have never heard her apologize. What am I to do? This is an unstoppable force meets an immovable object. What do you do in any conflict with a person who cannot apologize or cannot see that they were wrong in any way? You can sit down and have this group convo, but at the end of the day, if they're just going to deflect everything that they did wrong, the best of luck to you, I think it's the best way forward, but if they deflect it and continue substituting their own reality, what more can you do? Just gotta have that brutally honest convo and hope it cracks that shell. Our next story is, girlfriend lied to her mom about why I'm not joining her for New Year's Eve. My 30-year-old male, girlfriend, 28-year-old female, of a year and a half told me she wanted to go home for New Year's Eve. No invites, so I figured, whatever, I'll hang with my homies. One day, her mom was visiting, so I took her to lunch while my girlfriend went to the office. I work from home. Her mom asked why I wouldn't be joining them for New Year's Eve, and that my girlfriend told her I said I wanted to stay in the city where we're located. I was surprised, but I just said, yeah, I have plans. Now I'm curious about a few things and it's giving me anxiety. Why would she not invite me to join her on New Year's Eve? Why would she tell her mom we talked about it and that I wanted to stay when in fact we never had that conversation? How should I address this with my girlfriend? I mean, once you're in private, step to the side and ask her, what's up with that? Why does she feel that way? Maybe she has a very good reason. Maybe for whatever reason her mom has it out for you and was gunning to just embarrass you or ruin the holiday or I don't know. I mean you don't really know until you talk about it, right? 
This next story is my 30-year-old female, wife, 30-year-old female, accused me of gaslighting her because I agreed she needs to speak to a therapist. My wife Lula and I have been together for four years. They have been a rough four years in that a lot of bad things have happened outside the relationship, but we have always been strong. My wife was in a car accident and has been off work for psychological trauma. The person at fault in the accident died, and my wife watched it happen and couldn't get out of her car. She doesn't do well mentally when not working, and has been seeing a therapist and a doctor and another counselor as well. I think I have been very supportive. I'm giving her all the time she needs and working hard to earn money for us. I am taking her on dates and cooking for her. I'm buying her small gifts. I'm checking in multiple times a day. I'm making appointments if she needs them. She is my number one priority. Last night we were talking about television shows we watched when we were kids and I said, I wasn't allowed to watch X as a child. She lost it and started screaming at me about how I thought my childhood was so much better than hers and that I thought I was so superior. I was shocked. I had no idea that anything was implied in my statement. This morning she told me I needed to take an umbrella. My umbrella had recently broken and I planned to pick one up on the way. I said, I don't have one, and went to use the bathroom. She lost it and started screaming at me that I was being dismissive and that I always used I statements and talk about myself when all she was trying to do was be a nice person and a good partner while I just acted like nothing mattered and I was so superior. I was shocked. She walked out for a while and came back and I said, I can't seem to say the right thing right now. Can we talk later? She lost it and started screaming that I'd looked that phrase up and it wasn't genuine. None of my words are genuine. I say them all wrong. I carefully said that I could see she was feeling upset. She screamed, well, aren't you smart? Of course I'm upset. I need to speak to my therapist because I can't handle talking to you. I then made the colossal mistake of agreeing. What was meant to be affirming and positive has now become an indictment that she is crazy. She even accused me of gaslighting. All I did was agree. She screamed that she hated me and left for the shed in the back she uses as an office. I had to go to work, so I texted her and went to work. How can I better communicate with her without using I statements? I need to be as non-accusatory as possible. So, although she is dealing with her own therapy, I would strongly suggest couples therapy here as well because I think it would really serve you well to be in a situation where you have that mediator so she can't just like freak out and blow up without having a chance for that mediator and that therapist to kind of pull things back, get the reins under control and hopefully maybe get things back to where they should be as far as realizing what the intent is or you know just not feeling like everything is accusatory. Our next story is, did I, 33-year-old female, really do the wrong thing to my husband, 37-year-old male? My husband and I were celebrating our 6-year wedding slash 14 years together anniversary tonight. We left work early and had a massage and facial. Everything was good. We then went to a local upscale steak place and were having a good time. I went to the bathroom and secretly asked the waiter to bring a bottle of Vuve Cliqua after we finished as a surprise context he got me a bottle when we got engaged then we shared a bottle at our wedding now it's a should we grab a bottle every anniversary and holiday i'm still the one who prefers champagne over him but i'm associating it as a marker for special things for both of us right before the bottle came he was asking if we should go somewhere else for one last drink i saw the waiter coming and said don't be mad i already planned for that 
and he came and opened it. My husband then went on to berate me about how I should have known he would want to leave, that he only ever got the champagne for me, and that even though he liked it sometimes, I only ordered it for myself and not him. Instead of enjoying the rest of our night, we argued about it until we paid and left, and then the entire way home and now he's sleeping in a different room. I really thought I was doing something kind based on nostalgia of our relationship, and I really feel beaten up over this, but did I do the wrong thing? Edit, update since last night, woke up this morning still upset and talked it through. Ultimately, he apologized saying that he shouldn't have said anything and was just being a brat. We had been drinking some during dinner, so that definitely played into it. I slept on the couch for some of the night but woke up and went to bed with him later. We're good now. The long of it, he reiterated that in the moment he was really ready to go, not to hook up, to go somewhere else and have a drink. And it felt like I'd extended the evening for something that was focused on solely me and not him. I asked him not to be mad because he had just mentioned wanting to leave when I saw the bottle coming out. I recapped the times we had shared this champagne together for special occasions, that he always seemed to enjoy partaking, and I was just trying to celebrate us, not me. We were going to order dessert and the bottle came before we did that, so we could drink it during that. He also tends to rush dinners, and I wanted to use our anniversary as an opportunity to talk, connect, not have phones, and enjoy the rest of the evening. Especially if he was willing to go to another place and drink, it didn't seem like it should have been a big deal. After reading comments, I even point-blank asked him if he thinks I make things about myself and if it's a common thing, and he adamantly disagreed. I'm a highly anxious people-pleaser to be honest, and he knows this. The cost had nothing to do with it. We both make a good amount of money and he often encourages me to be less frugal and spend more on us and myself. I manage the money and know how much we can afford and where the money goes. He loves massages and gets them more than me. The day we wanted to get a massage, only one was available, and he prefers them while I'm okay with either a massage or facial, so I gave him the massage to be kind to him. I guess the takeaway here is, unless it's a surprise for just him versus us, I should talk it out with him. I also realized I could have ordered it earlier in the meal, I just didn't think champagne and steak went together well, and thought dessert was better. I mean, I guess you can argue there was some kind of miscommunication, but it definitely feels like just a blow up on his part. And to be honest, like, if it's really that annoying, maybe just try to flag down a waiter and say, hey, can we get this to go? Have them package it up however you have to so it's not drunk driving or whatever, or an open container, and actually go somewhere else and have fun. I just definitely get the sense that, like, there's something more to this. Obviously, I don't know what it is, but, like, I feel like, especially on your anniversary, you're not going to act like that naturally, unless you're already kind of grumpy about something. Even after they talked, I feel like there wasn't any true communication from why he was feeling that way going on. Our next story is, am I, 22-year-old male, wrong for breaking up with my girlfriend, 20, because of her responses to when I asked for space for mental reasons? Hello, so I, 22-year-old male, and 20-year-old girlfriend are having issues. A little background information on the situation, I've been going through the process of moving into my first house and handling new bills and expenses. Me and my girlfriend hang out almost every day, but recently, I asked her if I could be alone for a couple days because my mental health isn't the best. I've been stressed and not in the best mood, so I wanted to take a couple of days to myself and relax and work on myself. 
Throughout these days, we texted, and I still dropped off lunch and dinner at her place and hung out and chilled for about an hour. Today we had an argument and she said that I'm mistreating her because I want space to myself and that mental health isn't a reason to not hang out. She also mentioned that one day is enough and any more days after that, then I don't like her anymore. She proceeded to say, it's not my fault your mental health is bad, which kind of made me act on emotion and ask for a break from this relationship. Am I in the wrong for taking this break? So personally, I think OP is not in any way in the wrong. Her behavior seems very problematic and very controlling. For her to say only one day, any more than that, and you're giving up on the whole relationship is just ridiculous. And I think for OP, who's already dealing with mental health stuff, that it's probably for the best to not be with somebody that's controlling like that. Honestly, I wish them the best of luck in getting out of that relationship, just because who knows what kind of vice grip she's going to try to still hold on this. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.